It's the Al Travis Show, and I couldn't be any happier to have this guest on this week. He is Representative Walter Hudson. Uh, Representative, I introduce you, and I tell folks you're on my program. I always say you're kind of a firebrand. You're willing to stand up where most cower with your opinion and just let the slings and arrows fly, and I appreciate you for doing it. I thank you for being on this week especially. Thanks for coming on, sir. Happy to do it. Well, here's the, the issue I have. I think the right whines too much about media bias. On a national level, Fox whips CNN and, and MSNBC by a mile. I mean, they do. Now, we don't have the ABC, the CBN, you know, the the nationwide news service. Yes, the papers probably lean left, but I don't know who's reading papers anymore. So I, I don't know that I buy that. Now, that being said, on a local level, when you get to the state of Minnesota, I think we rely much more on those local news and we local newspapers and the, you know, the Star Trib, if you will, I'll throw them out the plug. And I was completely embarrassed and upset this week. This week, throw out a couple of things. First off, um, Congressman Emmer gets swatted. And that, you know, I think folks understand what that is. That somebody calls in a false deal. All the guns, cops show up with guns ablaze and somebody's going to get hurt. It's stupid. It's a waste of resources, bad stuff. The same day, he's calling for uh, his counterpart in the state. He's the third most powerful representative. He's calling for the head of uh, Omar to be, you know, get her kicked off, get her out of uh, out of the Congress. What story makes the paper? Now, you got the paper. You could probably do them both. But you know the story that makes the Star Trib? Walls gets, or uh, 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 Emmer gets swatted. How do you miss the idea that the third most powerful Republican is asking for this counterpart to be booted out for what she said? Another day later, then they kind of cover the idea. They call it a fact check to say why yeah. Emmer was wrong. And, and I'm like, you didn't even cover the story. The people reading this don't even know. Then, then this is, and we had him on the air, uh, John Hinderocker, president of the American Experiment, comes on the show on a re- weekly basis. His office gets firebombed. He gets an arson to him. Uh, what is it? Upper Midwest Law Center and uh, da, 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 take charge. Right wingers like nobody's business. It doesn't get covered, sir. If you ever want to say is Minnesota fair and balanced, it is no way, no how. And I can put my point to this week all week long. How is that even possible, sir? It's how do I put it? You, you and again, I'm not rip. You put a swastika on something. You you go after a, a, a Baptist church. Any of that. We'll talk about it for 10 days. You give me your take. Am I nuts here? No, you're not. And I share your frustration. I share all your frustration, right? Okay. So, so I, I I hear two different frustrations. One right. is the the fact that the double standard exists, and it's obvious, and it's it's beyond dispute. There's no point in even making the case. But would you agree? It's maybe very, very wide is not as bad, or is am I wrong? Is it because there newspapers don't? But how many people in Minnesota read the the New York Times? Well, listen, I, I think the actual problem here is deeper than just the double standard. Okay. Um, be, be, because for one, and there's two points I'd like to make here. One, for, for the left, the double standard is the point. Like to them, it's actually not a double standard. It's the consistent application of their standard. And their standard is this Marxist critical theory idea that, Everything ought to be viewed through power dynamics and the categorization of people and institutions as either oppressor and oppressed. And so for them, it's entirely appropriate and completely consistent with that standard 
to emphasize a quote unquote hate crime that occurs to some official victim group that's been certified by the left as a victim group. Um, it's, it's perfectly consistent to emphasize a quote unquote hate crime that is committed against them while completely ignoring or diminishing or minimizing or making fun of as at, at least one state legislator um, here did of the firebombing of three conservative organizations in this state to them. That is a consistent application of their standard, which is to hell with the oppressor, which is whoever we don't like. And yeah. let's lift up the oppressed. But the the other thing that I would say is that, you know, their side, they are they look at this as war. They look at this as a a conquering crusade and a march. Um, and our side does not. And that's 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 an unsustainable situation. We really need to get our heads out of our rears and recognize the situation that we find ourselves in um, and take some ownership uh, of our circumstances beyond just repeating the same old same old attempt at statesmanship and being above the fray at some point we got to join the fight i don't i don't disagree um it's almost though and and I, it's sad to say when we grow up i i don't think it was the same way you know walter Con cronkite probably had himself a pretty good bent to which way he he voted but he kind of just gave you the news the way the news was yeah Today, and I would use the example uh, at the end of the Iowa caucuses, um, Trump wins. There was none on the other side. They, you know, CNN, MSNBC all are covering the caucuses. And then when Trump comes out to give his speech, they didn't cover it because they literally, Maddow says, we don't want to cover his lies. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, you watch Fox as you lean that way, I get it. But at least Fox showed us that they wouldn't even cover that Folks that would listen to CNN or MSNBC don't have the opportunity to decide for themselves Trump is lying or Trump, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It is literally right. the leading people down a path, the, the sheep, if you will, to slaughter, because this is what we think you need to hear. Fox covers the president ad nauseum whenever he's having given a speech. Cover the whole thing. They never get out of it because he, he deserves it. He's the president. You get my point? I, I don't know that we're not in the business. There isn't news anymore. It's, well, they used to call them yellow pages back in the day when their papers, you know, one side or the other. Yeah. So there, it, like journalism doesn't exist. That's really the primary takeaway from all of this is journalism as a profession does not exist. And the, the example that I'll point to in order to demonstrate that I think conclusively is, you know, I just got done with my first year as a state legislator, sitting through committees, sitting through floor sessions, news was being made every moment of every day in multiple committee rooms in that Capitol building and that Capitol complex. There were virtually no stories about any of it. I mean, there there were sensational headlines coming out of committee hearings every single day and zero coverage. We had a press conference. I pointed this out on X recently. We had a press conference in 2023 prior to the floor debate regarding the education omnibus bill, which was combined with the children and families omnibus. So you're talking about a giant bill covering the jurisdiction of three different House committees. 
And there was maybe half a dozen reporters in the room and more empty seats than there were reporters. And so the, and, and you have in the basement of the Capitol, you have this entire hallway full of offices for all of these media outlets. I don't know what the hell they're doing because I can tell you what they're not doing. They're not covering any of the minutia and consequential details of the legislative work that's being done in that place on any given day during a session. And you almost got to wonder, they're going to put in the papers or the news that what they think people want to hear. Maybe that's they don't, the people don't want the minutia. But I would ask you this, and I, two things. Let's go to break and I'll ask you on the other side. We have some representatives you mentioned uh, making some jokes about arson, which is, is, is unbelievable. But on the other side, I'm going to bet, and this is me being negative and I apologize, I'll bet you they never figure out who did this that they're not going to be able to figure it out because there aren't cameras all over the place. But at the same time, the guys, the people who burnt down the third precinct will never be. Right. You know what I'm saying? We have cameras all over the place. We'll talk more. I've got Representative Walter Hudson after this. Talk amongst friends. The Al Travis Show. Nothing but talk. We've got Representative Walter Hudson on with us. And uh, quickly, what I went to break with. Two things. One is I do not believe they'll ever figure out who did this arson problem because there's no cameras and I don't know how much effort they're going to put into it. And let's just say they do. I don't believe we're going to have wall-to-wall coverage on this thing as these guys get put in jail. On the other side of that, we burnt down the third precinct, cameras everywhere, video, the, everybody and their brother was out there shooting uh, pictures of this. We don't know who did it. We, we got no problem. And the other one was there is a representative from Minnesota who's decided to speak out on this and in none too flattering a way, and I don't hear the other Dems coming out and putting them down for it. Your thoughts on either one of those topics or both? Yeah. So Representative Andy Smith of Rochester uh, made light of the fact that three conservative organizations were, it's increasingly clear. I mean, the doubt is quickly dropping yeah. to zero, were targeted for their political affiliation. Um, the firsthand account from Bill Glahn. Uh, who I believe is affiliated with Center of the American Experiment, which is one of the three organizations that was apparently targeted, stated that the fires that were set by people who broke into the building. Okay, so there's evidence that the building was broken into and that fires were set um, and they were positioned on directly between two of these offices on one floor and then right in front of the other office on the, on the, uh, and above floor. And so it's, it's, it really is virtually uncontestable at this point that this was a targeted political attack. And you've got representative Andy Smith making fun of it on X. Um, now listen, I know Andy, I've sat down and had breakfast with him. Uh, I've chatted with him on the house floor. I, I, in a in a in a strange sort of way, I feel a kinship with the guy. Like I kind of like him because okay. there's he's he's like my dark mirror image, right? Like, <laughs> um, <The> he <laughs> yes he he is is he pushes the envelope okay. of of the discourse to to make his points, and he's very creative in the way that he engages on social media and what have you. Um, but this is crossing a very clear line. That I would never even consider crossing. You know, it, it, if you try to imagine some analog of this happening on the other side, uh, you know, Alliance for a Better Minnesota, for instance, yeah. being firebombed, um, you would never in a in a million years see me coming out and making light of that. Yeah. Uh, and and also, by the way, 
you would see zero hesitation from me or any of my Republican colleagues in condemning that as an as an act of political violence that uh, cannot be condoned and isn't, calling isn't for immediate investigation here. Isn't that the bigger issue here that well, I don't know how many on their side, half. So 38 representatives or over there, or I guess it'd be 67 representatives over there on their side. Don't say, whoa, whoa, Smith, stop. They don't jump on board and say, hey, we we're dissing ourselves in a comment. We don't make light of this. You don't hear any of that. It said he pulled his ex down. As I understand it, he took his ex off. The, I hate calling it X. Took his Twitter down. He ain't going to do that. But that's as far as it will go. Do you think that yeah. the, the the newspaper of uh, note in Minnesota is going to do a story on it? And say, can you believe that a representative would make fun of, of the possible death of up? You're shaking your head. No, it's radio. Yeah. No, that's the point. No. Yeah, that is the point. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Walker and it goes, if you did make that mistake and you made fun of yeah. the alliance, you'd be on the front page. Front page news. Front and page people news. People from both yep. sides be calling for you to be booted. You know what I'm saying? It's a different yeah. level. It's not cool. 100%. And again, you know, I go back to the point because uh, we on the right revel in making and in pointing to things like this and calling out the double standard. My point is it's not a double standard, not in their view. They don't see it as a double standard. For them, it is the consistent application of their one standard, which is Marxism. We are the oppressors in their view. And so it's okay to firebomb us. It's okay to deny our civil rights. It's okay to suppress our free speech. It's okay to prosecute us and throw us in prison while you're advocating for taking violent street criminals and putting them in a healing circle to talk about what they did and, and, you know, develop the drill down to the root of their trauma and then provide them with a free college education, right? Like the disparity in treatment is the point. It is prescriptive. It is not an accident. They believe this is the way things ought to be. Okay. Okay. History buff, uh, Representative Hudson. How do we get there? I know I'm old and I took journalism classes in, in college. Who, what, where, why, when? Answer those questions. Great story. Find a fun headline to make people read your story and tell people what's up. Now you're telling me, well, if this happened, either I've got to ignore it, which I don't remember that being in, in journalism school. Or I've got to spin this bad boy so they understand my political view. When did this happen? You know, I don't know. I can't point to a particular moment um, when the shift occurred. And it's always difficult to kind of look back at history. I mean, we I think we have this imagined mythology of the way things used to be. You know, you evoked Walter Cronkite earlier. Yeah. Um, and the notion of the objective newsman who just tells you, you know, how it is and gives you just the facts, ma'am. I don't know that that was ever actually the case. I think that was largely our perception based upon the fact that we mass media was new and fresh and, um, our, our corporate ability to discern was very immature in those early days of mass media. I think what we've seen in recent decades is with the advent of the internet and the accessibility of information is that there is a bigger and brighter spotlight than ever before cast upon the minutia of everything that these folks do. And it makes it harder for them to keep secrets. 
Okay, and I love that assessment. Thank you very much, because you're probably right. It was. I was a young kid back then, but I just can't imagine a kid going through journalism school now. They're not teaching who, what, where, why, when. They're teaching no. and how do you how do you script this. But on your other yeah. point, and I have 30 seconds, you're absolutely correct. I would not have known about the American experiment. It was He was on the air, American experiment, having that fire outside of them. Had he not been on this program, or you had the Internet to follow your ex or you know what they put right. out, the rest of America doesn't get it. If they're not following Walter Hudson, they're not listening to this radio show and they don't have American Experiment on their Facebook page, guess what? There was no fire. Never happened. Right. Well, and to the extent that they do know about it, it's being presented as these groups imagine that they were targeted, whereas we know for a fact that if it was a leftist organization, the presumption would be baked into the cake and it would be right there smack in the big, bold headline. Yeah, uh, thank you. I appreciate it. I love having you on, Senator, uh, Representative. I love having you on. I appreciate you doing this. Let's do it again next week. We'll get into some of that other stuff we are going to talk about before the fire started. All right, fair enough? Sounds good. Thank Walter you. Hudson.